0: Breaks the car real fast, gets out, has a gun. Mm. He's going to shoot this thing. Wow. He's like, I don't know what this is. Right. But he can't. He can't lift his arm up. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying
1: a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. We've got some, uh, I put out the call a while back. We only got a couple states left, and we'll have covered a beer from all 50 states. Yeah. And uh, our friend uh, friend of the show, who's actually been on other pieces of content for Atlas in the past, Aaron Heifel, a uh, flight nurse uh, who I keep in touch with, big beer nerd, possibly as big as us, I think. Oh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Uh, said, you know what? I got New Hampshire covered for you because I go up there. And he brought us beers from Woodstock Inn Brewery. That's awesome. Woodstock Inn? Woodstock Inn. I N N? Yes. Exactly. Mm. And it's an inn. It's for real. It looked legit cool. If he goes to that place, Uh I'm so jealous. I want to go there. That, yeah, so me we, too. So we worked out a little trade when we met in Las Vegas just a couple of months back for TravCon. Uh, I traded him some Nebraska beers, and he gave me the New Hampshire beers. So mm. we have three of them. Uh, autumn Ale. Perfect for this time of year. Of course. A light body brown ale with apple and cinnamon flavor.
2: I feel like this one's going to
1: be right <laughs> up my alley. Oh, yeah. Mm. This one's my favorite. It's called Pig's Ear, a brown ale. Pig's Ear is a smooth, nutty, roasted brown ale with notes of toffee,
2: caramel, and chocolate. Have you ever had pig's ear? Like, eaten the actual pig's ear? No.
0: My dog used to eat those. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Do they do that? Um, Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't like it, but if you go to uh, some Chinese restaurants and you have, like, dim sum... You can get uh, pigs ear. It's like stripped up and some sauce and whatever. Some people uh, love it. I'm, you'd I'm not, have to cut it, wouldn't you? Because it would uh, be pretty. It, it's That's well, not a, yeah. It's not no, a muscle. No. Uh, my grandma said on in the reservation she would have pigs ear sandwiches. Hmm, weird. Yeah, I feel like I've heard of that on the farm before too. Yeah. Like from my grandparents. It's I mean, really, I mean, it's it's exactly what you'd expect. It's pretty, like, cartilage Yeah. <laughs> you use everything, though, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the deal. Yep. Uh, I
1: I highly doubt there's actual pig ear in this, but that's ah, just shucks. a cool name. It'd probably go good with maybe a pig's ear sandwich. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. And then finally, right up our alley, mosaic papaya pale ale, malt beverage with natural flavors. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. No work, no place to be, and zero responsibilities. This perfect mosaic of circumstances is also called day drinking, the hoppy ale it was made for.
0: That sounds pretty
1: good. This, this is our beer. No work oh. and no responsibilities. <laughs> what is that? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, which one do we want to open first before we dive into this? I think the other two are browns, so I think we better go with the mosaic first. Oh, okay. We can let those browns warm up just a just a scooch. Touch. All right. Uh, Woodstock Inn is located at 135 Main Street, North Woodstock, New Hampshire. So what I found out about Woodstock, New Hampshire is... There's kind of two different parts. There's Woodstock and North Woodstock. Yeah, North Woodstock is like the commercial area for okay. it. Okay, so where Woodstock is just maybe the town itself. Uh, here's their hours. And this is awesome okay. because I'd never. I didn't expect this one bit. Yeah. Monday, seven thirty a.m. to eleven p.m. <laughs> oh snap! Wait uh, till eleven on get, a Monday. It gets better. Tuesday, 7.30 a.m. to midnight. Wednesday and Thursday, 7.30 a.m. to 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 7 a.m. to midnight. Oh, yeah. Sunday, 7
2: a.m. to 11 p.m. They uh. are not screwing around there. So, no work, no place to be, <laughs> and zero responsibilities. You're on vacation, man. Got it. You just live in the parking lot, I guess. you sleep oh. for a couple hours and yeah. get back up
0: and do it again. <laughs> that must be what the people working there feel like.
2: I guess it is an in, right? Didn't say that? It does know. say that.
1: It is. I think Rich probably has some info oh, for us on that. You got to drink this beer first because I don't know if I've ever had a papaya beer where it comes out that strong. Whoa, yeah. Right? And that's good. I,
0: there's mm-hmm. not, that's not bad.
1: Whoa. Hmm?
0: Dolan said, whoa. whoa. Like Keanu Reeves. Wow. Oh, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. He's <laughs> talking in
1: voices over here. So this is how, in they're, they're an inn, they are a, much like Dogfish Head Inn, right? It looks very similar to that vibe. Yes. Oh, uh, so cool. An inn, a restaurant, a wedding venue, uh, you, you could probably go pick apples there. You could get, what I mean, there's all kinds of different stuff located in this one 40, like 40 room ho- inn, hotel, mm-hmm. motel, whatever you want to call it. They have 40 rooms available total. Um. When you first log on to their website, it's getting close enough to Thanksgiving here that uh, Thanksgiving little thing popped up and said, join us for Thanksgiving dinner. And it looked awesome. <laughs> hmm. Instantly hungry. you know. <sighs> so inst- I feel like instantly.
0: it's, yeah. From what I saw on the website, I didn't want to get into it too much because I didn't know what you were going to mm. do, but it looked like the kind of place you'd, you'd want to go at least one time. Oh. And if you lived in the area, like that would be like your place you'd go every year maybe. Yep. You know, like a annual trip or something. It just looked amazing,
1: a little getaway kind of thing.
0: And their beers, like holy cow! Oh. The the list I read, I was just un- Re- it was unbelievable. Did you write some of those down? I did. I wrote down just the the first thing that caught my eye was all the seasonals, mm-hmm. which was a ton. I think this is one, the one we're drinking now. I just wrote down their winter and fall seasonals because okay. I was like, all right, these are this looks pretty good to me. Right. one of them is right there, the autumn, the autumn ale. Yep. So we talked about that. It's a brown ale, hints of apple and cinnamon. That's a four point three percent. This one I wish we could have had maybe in a month or so. The Wassel Ale, which is their winter warmer. Oh, it's ruby red in color, sweet, and eight percent. So that'll you know. Wow, be- that warm would you warm you up. Yes. Uh, Kank County, K-A-N-C. Must maybe that's the county where this the is county at. County that they're in. Uh, they have a maple porter, oh. and the syrup for this beer. Like maple syrup is made next door to the inn at a place called Fadden's Sugar House. So they make like candy and that sort of stuff, chocolates, but they also make maple syrup. Yep. What you do in this area, I guess there's there's like trees right there on the can. Right. Um, Well, it's New
1: Hampshire. I mean, I I would assume that's everywhere. Yeah. If
0: you just turn the faucet on, I think it comes out. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Frosty goggles. (laughs) A red pale ale. Oh, that's caramelly sweet and pine and citrus. I don't know if I've ever really
1: had anything like that. Never had anything like that before.
0: Um, then they had another one called Live Free or Die, okay. which is a black IPA, 85 IBU, so pretty wow. hoppy, 8.3%. And then the last one I wrote down, um, Through Hiker, Double Rye Pale Ale, and that's only at the breweries. So the other ones weren't canned. Okay. This one's only on tap. It's a rye pale ale, which also I don't, you don't see very often, mm-hmm. so it's going to be a little Spicy and that's eight percent too so that's just that's just the seasonal winter seasonal like there was spring summer and all that stuff mm-hmm. that's just the ones that i wrote down that you could buy and then there's some of the year-round ones um old man oatmeal stout okay because there is a mountain in new hampshire that's called old man because it looks like an old man's face it's very famous uh 5.2 percent uh lost time ddh so it's a double dry hop mm-hmm. pale ale Six percent. So oh. we're creeping up on the IPA, and then yep. I wrote another one that we wrote down right here, pig's ear, mm. and also there is a double pig's ear. Oh, what? So that one is four point three. The double is eight
1: point four. You know, those are different style of browns. I don't want to. I don't want to speak too soon. But based on this first one, I'm going to have to ask Mister Heifel to go back to North to, to New Hampshire for us. And uh, yeah, I, look, I'll be happily. I will happily trade or pay. For additional ones of those or anything and yeah we'll see we'll see
0: i don't think i've ever had papaya in my life (laughs) so i don't know if that's what this tastes like but if it does it's pretty good well let's ask
2: i've only had dried papaya i've never had a trail mix or something yeah 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 like the little red um i mean you can taste it but Mm. it's not Hmm. i've never had it
0: fresh so So i don't like i don't like mangoes right and i don't like it in my beer generally
1: really I don't I always felt like papaya looked like mango maybe it does mm. maybe it doesn't I don't know you didn't but enjoy tastes like good like the mango salsa I think mango does mm. really something nice mm. in salsa mm. no mm. I love mangoes like my favorite fruit other than pineapple some people like it that way yeah. I don't know it's unfortunate there's that mango cart beer that's everywhere now yeah but I, I kind of enjoy it yeah you
0: know? I kind of do I could probably drink one mm. but then it's on, on that's to it. something because mango is a one of those fruits that's in a lot of beers now. I've noticed the last couple of years, a lot of oh, yeah. IPAs and even some wheats. It's hard to find just a straight wheat beer anymore. Right. It's all mango or orange peel and, and stuff added into it. But it's very hard because my wife just likes wheat beer mm-hmm. or wit even. Okay, it's
1: hard to find those anymore that are just straight. Everything's flavored. You know, mm. and I thought about this too as we get closer to Christmas. Uh, I, I told Dolan about this, and maybe we could we could explore yeah. this. The Sam Adams uh, cheer box, right? Oh, you yeah. You one of these. Yes, I did. That, the wit that's in that is great. It, it was fantastic. Right? It, it was fantastic. It almost starts off a little like a saison. I was like, oh, I don't know about this. And then yep. I got through it and I wanted another one.
0: I was sad that there was two in the box. Mm-hmm. And I wish they made a six-pack.
1: And I, they I, might somewhere, but maybe. probably not here. I, I really enjoyed Old Fezziwig. I like, haven't had one yet. Oh, man. It's like a spiced... Boston Lager, and it was delightful. Mm. So, speaking of spices, let's yep. do the autumn. Next. All right, let's get into that.
2: Mm, apple and cinnamon. <laughs>
0: you a fan of the apple cinnamon Cheerios? You ever had those?
2: Uh, I mean, I've had Apple Jacks, and yeah. I mean, I liked that, but I've never had the apple cinnamon Cheerios. I mean, less sugar. I obviously, do, I do mm. enjoy the Apple Jacks, though. That's, that's Jacks. yeah, just, I enjoy the commercials too. Those yeah. are my favorite.
0: Let's talk about, real quick, the labels. Mm-hmm. I don't even what to describe that. Geometric? Uh, yes. Uh, Big block clean. letters. Yep. Like, lots of different colors. Mm-hmm. Almost like, I don't know if it's on, Yeah, I guess the mountains are in, on all of them.
1: I don't want to generalize, but... Uh, There's some leaves falling in this one, if you can see in the background. There's if, some like maple leaves. If you hadn't shown me, if you just showed me the label and you covered up all of the names, I would have I would have said northeast. This feels yeah. like a northeast label. And I don't even know I don't even know how to explain why I feel I, like yeah. that. Yeah, I think it's just cuz we're around them, some beers, you know,
0: but Maybe. That's I get that feeling too. And then the mosaic one, I can finally see it a little more straight on. That one looks really cool too. I don't know. I just think they're clean, crisp. You can read that from a long ways away. Mm-hmm. My wife has bad eyesight and she could probably see, that on, see the, that on the She They
2: kind of remind me of uh Canva commercials canva for those of you that don't know canva is a uh consumer commercial like graphic design app you can get on your phone okay and it's supposed to make it like really really easy to to make a poster for social media or whatever and this is the kind of stuff that they it's kind of their look Hmm. have you tried this yet no oh my goodness smells good here's the thing like We really
1: do just like get these beers and then we gush on them. But Mm -hmm. tell me you've had a beer that tastes like this. Uh
2: This is like a cider. Right? It tastes like a cider. You almost... (laughs) Without that
1: like sour,
0: real sour. I mean, it tastes like apple juice. You could almost warm it up, maybe. You could definitely warm that up. You know what else would be good? Put a little cinnamon stick in there.
1: Mm -hmm. A little garnish. You are the cinnamon fan. I love cinnamon. Yeah. (laughs) Can we bring back the cinnamon challenge? Oh, that. uh, that's, a, that's a bad idea. No. Let's uh, not
0: do that. Let's not do that. Okay.
1: So, the founder, uh, Scott is his name. He couldn't find the last name. His name's Scott. Just Scott. We're going to go with that. Uh, this is, he has a quote right there on, the, on their website. I thought this was interesting. Once we got into the beers, I thought this, this might apply. Mm-hmm. totally does. Inside every one of our beers, you'll discover a little bit of what makes New Hampshire special. From the mountains, lakes, and streams to the farms, small towns, cities, and seacoast, Buy our beer at fine outlets across New England, or better yet, come up and visit us. Sample from the source. 20-plus years ago, we began with a seven-barrel system, added a 30-barrel production facility, and lab that visitors will discover on the premises today. Visit the brewery, take a tour, eat, or stay with us at the inn. Let's go. Right now. I will go. Can you imagine, like, just (laughs) staying there for the weekend? How much damage I could do to my liver? Oh, my God.
0: I would drink two huge mm. glasses
1: of this at the same time. Mm-hmm. This beer is amazing. Here's the thing. And so I thought, what if I? What if we legitimately do want to go up there? How much do you think rooms cost? I don't know. How much? $135 a night for just a queen room. What? Oh, that's not bad. That, that is, is so ridiculously cheap. Ridiculously affordable. Yeah. Oh. And it goes all the way up. The biggest room I could find is a four-bedroom like like cabin looking suite,
2: sure, and that's only four hundred and fifty dollars. Split night. that
0: with all the people, right?
2: Four is, bedrooms. Is North Woodstock a small town, or oh, is it's it, tiny? Yeah, yeah.
1: okay. Like, what the the. The cl- closest census I could find on it yeah. was like 2010, and their their population was like
2: 1,300. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, that okay.
1: Because was, was, I had wrote that down at one point, like, how big is this, or whatever? It's not.
2: It's that, a small
0: wow. town, but it's like a destination for the area, I guess is oh, the best way okay. I
2: could
1: describe it. So like Nebraska City here, maybe, or something. It'd be something, something kind of like that. Right? Okay. I love this beer. Yeah. My goodness. I don't know if we've really <laughs> had anything... I've never an apple cinnamon.
0: I mean, it does taste like a cider. It tastes like a cider, yeah. But it looks like a beer, so it is a beer.
1: But there's hints of brown ale in there. Like Mm
2: -hmm. you know what the base is. I feel like they just made the beer, and then they were just like, okay, let's cut it with some apple juice now, Mm. Mm. (laughs) because that's what it tastes like.
0: Yeah, it's so good. Mm. Probably local apples. Probably. Mm -hmm. Probably. They probably didn't ship
1: them in. Yeah. Oh man, so good. Oh. Last piece of information on this, uh, distribution in New Hampshire, Vermont, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Maine. So, Northeast. I mean, they are exclusively Northeast. Well,
0: 30 barrels isn't that many. Nope. And that was their big, like, add-on. Hey, we made 30 Like, that's nothing. Everybody starts out with that now. Right. At least. So, to have distribution at all is pretty good. So, they're just cranking these things out then. Well, they're open all the time, it sounds like. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody's got to make (laughs) it. midnight. (laughs) Yeah, hmm. yeah. kind of yeah. reminds me. There's a little tiny brewery. I think it's in Seward. Bottle Rocket, I think it's called. Mm. And their brewing system is basically a home brew setup, and it's in <laughs> the basement, right? That's it. It might be five gallons. Oh, maybe ten. Yeah, and it's in the basement of this old building. It was definitely not it was like almost like a a seed store like when a farmer would go and buy oh, whatever yeah. it's kind of like that yep and it has that they kept the integrity of that inside yep so like when you walk in the main front door that that's kind of like the tap room bar area and the they make the beer in the basement but there's no way to get the beer out so the guy that owns the place built this like elevator kind of thing that he puts the beer on it, and then he pulls this rope, and it takes it up to the third level, and that's where he, like, does all the bottling and whatever. Like a big beer dumbwaiter? Yes, exactly. Really? But that's how small the brewery is. Oh, my god! So, I was thinking, like, you'd have to make, like, three or four batches a day just to be open. Oh, because yeah. they only have, like, a five-gallon. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. <laughs> yeah. So, to have distribution for this, I mean, it's obviously bigger than that, but... That's still a lot. Somebody's making a lot of beer yeah. all the time here. They're just cranking through them. Well, if
1: you're open until midnight, right? In a you couple of days a week. Uh, yeah, and you open at 7 a.m. You know, and you would
0: probably don't have to clean that much then. At least the tanks. They're just always full, right? If you're just going, if you're if just If you cranking, talk to brewers, that's the worst. Clean cleaning it. those big tanks yeah. out. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. So just keep
1: full of beer. You don't have to worry about it. I can't wait to hear what you've got here.
0: Well, a lot of times I have research, like, you know, facts and whatnot. <laughs> sure. This is more like a story time edition. Because I was uh-huh. like, I don't, A, I didn't really know what beers we were going to get. There wasn't a whole lot in this town. That's a lot of times I'll be like, okay, what's in this town? What's famous from this town? I'll do my thing here. And then I went through the beer list and something caught my eye. And I was like, I feel like I've heard of this before. I feel like I've told a story similar to this before. Oh, boy. Here we go. Mm. So that's what we're going to do. I just got myself a little bit more beer. I'm going to settle in for this one. This is a, like, pull up your chair next to the fireplace or a, you know, campfire. This would be a good campfire story. Ooh,
1: Dolan, could you uh, insert some, like, campfire Crackling sound? fire yeah. right here. Yeah.
0: Good. <laughs> okay. Right. So we've talked about before, and there's at least two beers that I know of that have been named and or the labels have been designed about aliens, abductions. Okay. We talked about one here not too long ago in arizona yeah. that whole deal and there was one out of kinkater that they have a beer oh that's right it was like snake dank juice or something like mm-hmm. that one of their ipas and yep. it has a cop car on it yep this is like the alien abduction story this is where like it originates for it, and it happened in new hampshire it happened in new hampshire oh and it changed the perspective of aliens for the United States, which is crazy to think about. Okay. So, like, prior to this incident, people thought aliens were just, like, you know, cartoon characters. Like, from the Flintstones or whatever. Sure. They're here, and they're fun, and it's, it's you know, a joke. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. After this, it's not funny anymore. They're here to do bad stuff to us. Like anal probes and stuff like that. Stuff like that. <laughs> oh, boy. And that's where the that, that whole mindset of aliens comes from, this story. Okay. Okay. So as a kid, I loved anything ghosty, paranormal, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And I would read every book I could, watch the movies and that sort of thing. This was the most famous alien abduction story ever. And it had some interesting things too. So I'm going to go through it for you. Happened in uh, September 16th, 1961. And they made a movie of it in the 80s. And it was just called The UFO Incident. And the main character in the movie was a guy, I don't know if you've heard of him, James Earl Jones. So he plays the main guy in this Mr. story. Mr. Darth Vader.
1: Yeah, him. Yes. Or, yeah. uh, or Mufasa, I guess either.
0: Wait well, I was going to go with uh, the baseball movie, Field of Dreams, oh, but whatever. Okay. You know, okay. he's been in a few flicks, sure. sure. All right, so here's the story. Betty and Barney Hill. They are the married couple. Isn't that funny? Excuse Betty and Barney. hmm Flintstones. Uh,
1: well, Flintstones.
0: Tie-in. So... One of the things about them is in their story is they were one of the first like abduction stories that the people had like good backgrounds, I guess you'd say, or like like he was a former military person. Okay, I, I'm not I'm drawing a blank on the name I would say for that, but they're they're they had credence or they had like some clout in the in the right. neighborhood or whatever. Like, sure, sure. They trusted these people. Maybe they weren't just wackos. Okay, they were like oh my god, I was outside, you know. Doing some crank and I saw. No BS yes, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. I'm not making meth in, in my so, shed in Missouri. Here's their thing they have been married. They just got married recently. Okay. They have like a spur of the moment idea hey, let's go on a honeymoon. We hadn't been on one yet, been working. Let's go on a honeymoon. I said, all oh, right. So they do. They live in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, okay. which is pretty close to where this is. Mm-hmm. And they decide they're going to go to Montreal. So they drive to Montreal. Pretty decent drive, but not that far because it's just to Canada. So whatever. Yeah. Um, The thing that was strange about this, and they've done all sorts of research. There's theories, there's movies, there's documentaries. They didn't have any, they didn't stop at the bank and get money. Like you didn't have like debit cards like you do now. Okay. So they left, they had like 600 bucks in their pocket. So everybody thought like, that's strange because they went on this big trip and came back and they only had $600. Mm, so okay. that comes in maybe later. But anyway, they drive off, they have a great time. They're coming home. About one o'clock in the morning, they pull over, they eat at uh, this diner. I think they're in Vermont by that time. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, if we eat... We wake up a little bit. We'll drive all the way straight through. We'll get home to Portsmouth about 4.30 in the morning. Great. That's their plan. Sure. So they start driving. And I guess it was at 10 o'clock I wrote it down because they had they had all these notes that they took later on. As they're driving, um, Barney's driving the car. And he looks in the rearview mirror and he sees a light. And, well, he used to be in the military and he used to be a pilot, like in the Air Force. Sure. So he knows, okay, this is not an airplane. This is not a helicopter. We're in the middle of nowhere. It's pitch dark. It's the middle of night. This shouldn't be here. Hmm. So he's driving, he's driving. They're going through the mountains. So he, he can't really drive fast. And uh, it'll be there. And then it, he looks back, it's gone. He looks back, there it is again. Does that for a while. Decides to pull over, gets out has some binoculars looks up there and he's like oh that's a looks like a a flying saucer that's what i would say that is let's get back in the car and let's Mm, go probably yeah so they he starts driving pushes it some more um they keep driving they keep going she now sees it she was asleep she wakes up she sees this light too she's kind of freaking out they keep driving and then he stops one more time because he's like what is this thing Uh, It went, they said, estimated about 100 feet over their car. It was, like, above them. He breaks the car real fast, gets out, has a gun. Mm. He's going to shoot this thing. He's like, I don't know what this is. But he can't. He can't lift his arm up. Can't can't shoot the gun. So he's like, okay, that's weird. Gets back in the car. That's the last thing they remember. They did hear some noise, they said, in the trunk of the car. Mm. It sounded like something was scratching, touching, whatever, but they heard some noise. Next thing they know, they're at home, in bed, in their bed. They made it all the way home. They didn't know how how they got there. Um, he had his, what was it? I think there was something weird about him. Oh, he had his shoes on. He was sleeping with his shoes on in bed, and he's like, oh, "That's strange." And uh, she was laying like, if you can imagine, in bed, they made a T. Oh, so like her feet were on his back or something like that. So she was facing one way, and he was facing perpendicular the other way. Hmm. So that's weird, too, but they were, like, in bed. So the aliens didn't know how beds worked. I guess not. (laughs) Or maybe they were just so tired they just crashed out, right? I don't know. So the next morning, um, oh, yeah, their watches both stopped at the same time. And they thought, well, that's weird. Hmm. Her dress had a little tear on it. His shoes were kind of scuffed up. It looked like maybe somebody had dragged him on the ground. Hmm. Like the fronts of his toes on the shoes were all scuffed up. But they couldn't remember anything. Like, how did we get here? Whatever. So the next few weeks, they're kind of—they're just both nervous and have a lot of anxiety and stuff. And they go to the doctor, even. And they're like, "Well, we can't find anything wrong with you medically. There's nothing here." Hmm. Uh, eventually, they find this guy. His name is Benjamin Simon, and he's a psychiatrist. And back in the '60s, psychiatry—one of the main things they did with you was they hypnotize you. Okay, that was a treatment back then that they thought would. And they still use it today. Sure. Um, But he was like the first person that ever did this thing with like regression hypnosis. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times you'll hear stories, especially things with trauma, like if you're a kid and you can't remember something that bad that happened to you or whatever, this is one way to get those memories out. Mm. So he used this on them. And basically they go through this whole story separately. They're not together when they tell these stories, but basically... The car stops, turns off. It won't go anymore. They get out. There's some, they call them greys, come walking down the ship. Mm-hmm. They take them up on the ship, and that's it. They go. They're gone. Um, Betty finally asks one of the people there, like, where where are we? And the thing, I guess, the alien mm-hmm. talks to her without talking, just like puts it in her mind, says, oh. "I could show you where we are, but you wouldn't even understand." This awesome. It's like a, it's like flashes this star map or something. Yeah. So she looks at it or whatever. Um, they do some, as you suggested, mm. probing. probing. Now, I didn't. They didn't mm. say.
1: Up the shoot, probing. You got <laughs> you got a few orifices, right? And so, but they did they like around.
0: take some skin. Um, he had dentures. Mm-hmm. And they thought that was, the aliens thought that was amazing that he could take his teeth out. Oh. Like, they were like, holy shit. Ooh. Like, come here, you got to see this. They like, called right. the, you know, the uh, supervisor <laughs> in. Supervisor <laughs> <alien>. Come check <track laughs> this guy's teeth. They come out. They took skin and fingernails and, like, just did all sorts of stuff. Took some blood, uh, poked him and prodded them, all that sort of thing. Um, when she was doing this hypnosis, uh, Betty was able to, like, pretty much in detail lay out what she saw as this map that they showed her. And there was, I guess, in the paper, because this was like national news for a long time. Sure. This person whose name I wrote down because I knew I would never remember it. Marjorie Fish. She was like an astronomer. Okay. And not an astrologer, but an astronomer. So like an actual scientist. uh, Took what she had put out in the news and, like, basically could draw the map out and said that if, if this was true, what she said, that these aliens came from the star system called Zeta Reticuli, which I guess is a real thing. Oh. So it actually, what she said in her hypnosis mm-hmm. actually mapped out. And she was like, uh, Betty, the wife, was a social worker. So not like a science teacher or anybody right. that would know about star systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, he... Barney was a postal worker, so he worked for the mail, okay. and he worked night shift um, and drove a lot. So he was used to being out at, at night and stuff like that. One of the reasons this became such a national story uh, was because they were an interracial couple, married in 1961. Oh, So he was a, a black guy, and, and uh, in New Hampshire at that time that was strange for them to be married. So that was kind of a thing that divided the country a little bit as far as news mm-hmm. goes. And then the other was like, okay, well, they were also were abducted by aliens, they say. So that was another thing that whoa, that, Interesting. that doesn't happen. Um, this was like the first major story other than Roswell, which was like in the, what, 30s or 40s? It was like
1: 47. That was like
0: 47. a crash, and maybe they mm-hmm. saw some aliens. Yep. This was the first one in this 1961 that said, they came here and they, they took us on the ship, and then they brought us back. And they didn't remember that at all. So, like, that was where that comes from. Like, if anybody's ever heard that before, this is the origin of, of that. Wow. Which has been in a lot of movies and, and all that sort of thing. But um, Lost Time is the name of the beer, the DDH Pale Ale. Hmm. And it was based on this alien abduction story that took place. Interesting.
2: <clears throat> That's an awesome story. I mean, yeah. I, I've heard it before, and the way you told it was... Spot on. Yeah. I yeah. can't, I can't say awesome. this. I've ever heard that story.
1: I've
0: never heard that. It's pretty cool um, just to see the old newspaper, like, interviews with them and stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. it was years later after they did this regression therapy mm-hmm. and stuff. Because they obviously, they said, they didn't remember it. Mm-hmm. Now, people, even to this day, are, like, trying to debunk it. And that's why they're like, okay, well, why, if they left, why did they only have X amount of dollars? Sure. Why were they trying to get home at a certain time? And, you know, why would you drive all night when you mm-hmm. could just stay overnight and you know magically they happen to be in this part of the mountain range at this certain time of night you know that all seems too coincidental whatever but uh and the other thing would be like why would they make it up you know like, yeah it's not like now where right. okay you probably get famous and you can make some money on it on instagram or mm-hmm. tiktok or something but like in the 1961 as a interracial just married couple like why would you why would you want to put yourself in exactly, the spotlight? Right draw more attention to yourself. Yeah. So that was one of the reasons I think it stood out and had some credence to it was just because of the background of these folks. It wasn't the normal thing. And also it was one of the very first, it was like the OG abduction
1: story. So let's take a quick poll here. Yeah. Who who here believes there are aliens
2: and aliens have come to
1: earth? Yes.
2: I believe there's aliens. I believe there's aliens. I I think it's um, plausible that they've been to earth. Hmm.
1: I think so, too. And it, no conspiracy, all conspiracy theories aside or whatever, it's just, it's it's an odd coincidence if you look at the technology that we have now that we got after the Roswell crash. Like, there was nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing, Roswell and fiber optic technology, right? Mm. I mean, it's just yeah. uh, amongst other things, right? I mean, there, like we had radar and things like that, but then there were all these other little things that came about, like, after Roswell and... It just, well, 15 know. something years later, 20 were on the moon. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I like it.
2: Well, even that set aside, I mean, just the universe being so big already. I mean. Yeah.
0: Look at that. When you poured that, it almost, the bubbles are almost like a Guinness. It cascades. Yeah. It's really interesting. <laughs> wow. I poured
1: it pretty hard too, though. That's really good. It's lighter than a normal brown. The pig's ear? Yeah. 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 Like, I, I kind of want to know where the name came. Like, why do they call it pig's ear? I don't. I'd like to know that. Yeah, I would too. Mm. I don't wonder. I don't know. I didn't see it in It's my... a very nice... I like a good brown ale, and this is very nice. It's a light brown, almost.
0: Yeah, I would, I would agree. Because sometimes I feel like a brown is like a little less than a porter, and that's a little less than a stout. Yeah. This yeah. doesn't even feel like it's in that same ballpark.
1: Almost like a red. Yes. I think you're... Yeah, you're kind of spot on right there. It almost has those, mm-hmm. the characteristics of a red.
0: But it's got... Roastiness, which is nice, but it's not bitter, which is very good. It's good. Like every, it. every one of these is just a home run. The autumn ale was my favorite. I mean, hands yep. down. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, the mosaic one was great too. Is that papaya was like popping, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the apple and cinnamon,
1: come on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The autumn ale was. I felt like
0: I perfect. had Ugg boots on.
1: Mm-hmm. T- time of year. It's just, yeah. it's just good for time of year. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm, I love autumn. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best. Only,
1: there's only about a week of it, but. Mm. Yeah, it's going to start snowing like on Friday or something. Like That's what, mm-hmm. that's what I about. heard. So, we'll see about that. You got anything else? No. That was
0: a good story, though. Yeah. I Yeah, I would just say if you want to read more about it or check it out, it's Betty and Barney Hill. Uh, there was like a book that the psychiatrist wrote about him oh. later on. And that, that technique was used all the way up into the 80s. And then it was kind of like poo-pooed mm. they're like eh, this maybe this isn't the best foolproof tactic to get memories from people because mm. maybe you're implanting the memories when you're asking these questions kind of like leading the witness in courtroom oh, they're kind of yeah. like well what did they do to you what what happened and maybe you're just so in such a suggestive state of mind mm. have you ever been hypnotized no
2: no I faked it in high school. Oh. They had a hypnotist oh. come to our oh, post uh, prom party or whatever, yeah. and they did the hypnotizing on like fifteen of us, and mm-hmm. I was one of them. Got that got chosen, sat in a chair. And I just sat there and I did everything he told me to do, but I was not in a hypnotized state. <laughs> Maybe he was. And he thought he, he wasn't. He thought mm. he was pretending. Mm. That's meta.
0: <laughs> yeah. My, meta. my
2: dad got
0: hypnotized once at a, like a party like that uh-huh. and they videotaped it like on old VCR, yeah. you know? And so we had the tape of it we would watch it every once in a while, but <laughs> it's pretty crazy to see your dad clucking like a chicken on stage. <laughs> I want, yeah. Like bark like a dog or uh, whatever. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It yeah, was fish. crazy weird. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And then he didn't remember anything that happened when hmm. he was under.
1: And then whenever somebody would say, like, chicken soup, he would go... Woof!
0: Yeah, it was just <laughs> like that. From that point
1: on, right? Some <laughs> people, it didn't work at
0: all. <laughs> and the thing that was weird was the guy was... He had, like, all these stories set up for... I think there was three or four people. And he would, like, tie them all together. So then all the people would be doing their weird stuff <laughs> at the same time. It was... Yeah, it was crazy. This was performance art, too. Yeah, and it was like at a, it was like at a Christmas party or something. Like, huh. it was... Yeah, it was like a Adults Nice I mean, it wasn't like X-rated or anything sure. But it, it was like Some swearing involved And that sort of thing But Of course It was funny When I was 14 to watch it It was pretty <laughs> funny All uh,
1: right, TripAdvisor Four and a half out of five On 1185 reviews So quite a few reviews That's a lot of re- Some trip yeah. Advisors. We have like five Five, right Yeah uh, I, I next week I will pull out the bad review for for one because it's just funny. The bad reviews on this were just dumb. On this place, on this place, uh. there were a couple like terrible reviews. Like mm. they actually listed they ranked. <laughs> and one of them was because. Uh, she was trying to call in during a very busy time to one of the restaurants and try to get a wait time. Yeah. Instead of just like going to the restaurant and trying to get the wait time, mm-hmm. like and she was super mad about it. She's like, "That's terrible. They won't give me a wait, a wait time over the phone." And she
0: was in the place. Yeah,
1: yeah. She was just
0: walked down there. I know.
1: Get yes. out of here. Yes. That's that why I'm nonsense. like, I don't want to give any credence to that one at all. So, nope. <laughs> here's the one I got. Delightful Inn in White Mountains for fall colors, tasty brew, and great food. Our stay at Woodstock Inn. Exceeded our expectations. The room was spacious with a comfy king bed, sofa, and gas fireplace, which took the chill off. The bathroom with warm, heated tile floor and huge jetted bathtub to relax in. The shower was luxurious. Wonderful room and well-appointed with coffee, with a coffee maker fridge and microwaved. I don't think I've ever used the coffee maker in a room, but I guess it's a nice... Oh,
2: I have. I've never... Have you? I I just steal the coffee packets. (laughs) Oh yeah, I've definitely well, I figured that's what everybody. did. And the tees and the mm-hmm. whatever. Mm. I've got like a stock of it in my. I
1: don't think it's stealing. I think it's just uh, it's it's one of those amenities. Like if oh, you, pay, yeah, you paid. paid for it. Yeah, like yeah, taking yeah. the shower curtain, like it's yours.
0: <laughs> yeah, just like that.
1: <laughs> or the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> or the artwork on the wall. I don't think, <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's true at all. So uh, untapped. I, I didn't know which one we were going to do. So I figured I would do it the old-fashioned way. Oh, okay, live, huh? and uh, we'll do it live on here. We'll go pig's ear first. Pig's Ooh. ear. Friends have checked this in. It's got to be Aaron. Let's let's check and see. Speaking he... of pig's ear, is there any more of that
0: pig's
1: ear? Yeah, there's more there of the one. pig's ear and the mosaic. Aaron has checked this in. I think a little uh, bit more autumn too. Sixteen thousand four hundred check ins for pig's ear. Where do you think we land on this one? Three point seven three. Mm, i'm gonna go three six seven. Oh. a little low a little bit low but you know that's uh yeah, yeah, I, I guess i'm not i'm not surprised i mean we didn't if you go looking for a brown ale right yeah. if you're a super beer nerd and you go looking for a brown this ale, might not be right. a brown ale to you right yeah. this says they were founded in 1982. they've been around for a, that's while. a long time yes they have been around for a while
0: Toffee, caramel, and chocolate. I would, I get that. I get those things here. Mm-hmm. All
1: right. Let's look up Autumn Ale next. So, Autumn Ale, I need to find this. Nope. Go back. This is what happens when I can't look it up ahead of time. And I should have done my research. I should have just walked back to the beer fridge. And, <laughs> eh, whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh, WoodstockInBrewery.com.
0: That's their website. Go check it out because mm. it's really cool. It's, oh my goodness. I really enjoyed that
1: one. All right. Uh, Aaron has checked this one in too. 6,600 check in. This is which one? This is the automail, the one that we like the most. 17. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. uh, 4.12. I'm going 388. 355.
1: What is wrong Ooh. with people? What is wrong with people? Yeah, for Maybe real. Maybe they're just yeah. used to it. Aaron actually checked this in at a 3.75, and he checked in the uh, pig zero to four. So he was looking for something different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Clearly. He was clearly looking for something different. Maybe he's not a cinnamon slut like I am. Right, well.
2: <laughs> cinnamon slut. That's mm-hmm. that's entirely possible. That is entirely possible. Pour some cinnamon on me. <sighs> mm, please. <laughs>
1: We just crossed over into really weird territory. <laughs>
2: yeah. All it right, happens. let's
1: look. And then finally, the Mosaic Papaya Ale. This has to be a smaller number. 4,100 yeah. check-ins. Now, you're looking. It's a pale, right? It was real fruity for a pale ale. Ah, uh, yeah.
0: Going
2: 3.72. Oh,
1: man. Um, 3.68.
2: 3.64.
1: Ooh. Oh, so close. I, I, see, I saw your mouth going, Fuh. Wait. yeah, it was so close. <laughs> yep, so close. I, honestly, I, okay, so I'm gonna like it's like four seven five for the for the autumn ale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do I do four on the pig's ear mm-hmm. and four on the mosaic. I mean, there's nothing wrong with
2: these; these are good. Yeah,
0: yeah, I would, yeah, I would drink more of all of these. Yeah, but for sure, the autumn ale that was the winner for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah
2: me? I'd go autumn autumn ale, then mosaic, then pig's ear. Yeah. Mm. So, thank you again to our friend of
1: the show and uh, traveling healthcare professional, Aaron Heifel, for uh, for making this happen. I really and appreciate beer connoisseur. That. yeah, yes, I mm. make sure to toast every one of his beers. Man, that dude is—he's taking flights all over the place, and uh, that's—I like flights too, but yeah. they're usually at the brewery. He does he does the life flight, right? And then he does the beer flight. That's double Mm. the flight. There we go. So next couple weeks we got some fun stuff. Uh, we're gonna hit another brewery that we've never hit before, courtesy of Gary Darling here on our team, on the brand team. Okay. Brought us some beers from North Dakota. Nice great. And it's not Drecker, which is kind of interesting. Yeah because uh, that would have been the lazy way out i think oh, yeah. Drecker would have been easy so yeah uh and then we are we are knee deep in the middle of christmas and we've got a couple fun we're gonna do a vertical for the first time
2: yeah i uh, can't wait so we know what this is i'm what's up uh, i guess i'll find out You'll oh my find, tune in you, you we'll will all find, find out. out you will <laughs> all
1: find and it's gonna be a lot of fun so <laughs> well fellas we're not going anywhere for a while let's have another beer Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas MedStaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.